0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever Hanging with Mr. Hooper podcast. Now, this is an association with Mark with Mikes that you can catch every weekend for your latest wrestling news, especially, I know you're looking forward for episode 15 on that podcast. But right now, we're going to talk hoops. That's what I'm here for, and that's what, we're gonna, that's what we want to do. I'm your host, JT, Mr. Hooper Thicklin himself, and let's just hop right into it. I'm not going to waste much, much of your time because a lot of this stuff is straightforward. NBA Finals, Game 3, 2018. We come, in hoping that, <laughs> we come in hoping to see possibly some life in the Cavaliers. And we did. But it simply wasn't enough. LeBron James scored another 30-point triple-double. And this time, you can't say, LeBron didn't have help. Ronnie Hood came out of nowhere, had nothing but do not plays on his stat sheet, and dropped 15 points a game. 15 points out of nowhere. Mind you, This guy actually used to be good in Utah. He had to remind himself. But Kevin Love also dropped 20 points and 10 rebounds. Gave you a game that you wanted from him the whole entire time. Even even J.R. Smith was in double digits. Even though the performance wasn't all that in the second half. But he actually had help. But at the end of the day, what we found out is what we already knew. That the Warriors are simply too much. Simply too much. It was no Curry, no problem. Yes, Steph Curry did play. Number 30 did suit up, but you couldn't recognize him. You had the best shooter on the planet go 0 for 9 in his first, three, first 9 three-point attempts. Mind you, this is after he set the record for the most three-pointers ever made in the NBA Finals with 9. Now, yeah, it's weird, but it's actually not that uncommon. The previous record holder, Ray Allen, after he shot eight three-pointers in a game in the NBA Finals, next game went 0 for 8. Well, who knows? Maybe it's a shooter thing. You you know, you have your hots, you have your colds. But at the end of the day, the ultimate decider in Game 3 of the NBA Finals was the Slim reaper himself, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant dropping 43 points sealed the deal from almost the exact same spot he did last year in last year's Finals. Yes, Kevin Durant is not to be messed with. I don't think I'm so shocking or saying anything wild for anybody. He's arguably the greatest scorer of his generation. Whether you like him or not, whether you call him a snake for going to Golden State or not, his talent is unmatched. He's the second best player in the world, but last night he didn't look it. Kevin Durant went to town. No matter who they put in front of him, despite actually good defense being played against him, hand in the face, he was knocking down it. He changed his game and knocked down three-pointers from everywhere. Knocking down jumpers from everywhere. Had six threes on the night. But, The thing was, this was a legacy building performance, not for LeBron James, who seems to be the only legacy we seem to focus on in this NBA Finals, like no one else is playing, was Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant did something that he he never does. He was dropping 30-foot bombs all all over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, in fact, when you look at it, numbers don't lie. What he's doing is special. It's really special. When I no, I, To me, when I was watching the game, I was like, it was a sufficiency. He never seemed like it was a struggle for him. He got to any spot he wanted to get on the floor. He pulled up from his elbow jumpers that he liked and he never stretched it. He was in his element. Kevin Durant made four three-pointers from over 30 feet in game three last night. 30 feet or more. Now, let's try to put that in perspective. There's more 30-foot 30, 30 threes than any team has made in a game in the last 20 years in the postseason any team yes all those hot shooting warrior teams of years past none of them had more than more 30 foot three-pointers than Kevin Durant did last night in a postseason in one game Oh yeah for also when I see about changing his game Durant had never made more made more than one one of those throughout the entire season postseason or regular so yeah People talk about legacies of a lot of people. LeBron James' legacy has always been a topic of debate, shoot, pretty much since he was in high school. But Kevin Durant came to play, and last night he was the best player on the floor, and he was able to pick up the slack that Curry was leaving. Curry had two points entering the fourth quarter, but that right, that right there is the difference. Who's there to pick LeBron up? Can LeBron go over nine? for the three-point line, or just have two points enter in the fourth quarter and still the Cavaliers still be in any game against any team? The answer is what you already know. It's no. It's not there. You can't find it. Yes, a, number, a brilliant performance by LeBron James as well. I, we can't take away anything from that. Another 30-point triple-double, which he does so often that we just think it was, it's a common occurrence. He has arguably the greatest stat line in the history of the NBA Finals right now, but it wasn't enough, so to be honest, I think we've saw LeBron James' last game in Cleveland, last game playing in the queue in the Cavaliers jersey, I know it's not radical, I'm not saying anything out of this world, but um, I talk, you know, I talk, you know, I talk with people, and I ask them who believe that LeBron is going to stay in Cleveland despite this, they're down 3-0, I say, give me five reasons why LeBron James should stay in Cleveland, and no one got anywhere besides. Well, it's his hometown, and how would that make his legacy look? And I think, and, I, and when when those responses came out, my first thought was like, what? What else does he he owes Cleveland? Nothing else. He gave Cleveland his first sport, first championship in any sport in over fifty years. Like if any, like there's nothing else he owes the city. He does nothing else he owes the cavaliers he's given them everything he's given as i was saying lebron james owes nothing to the city of cleveland he's done way more than enough and it's not the same situation as him going to miami not a, not even close to the same situation but at the end of the day lebron james will not most likely be in a cleveland cavaliers uniform not a matter of if he'll go, it's when and where. Now, some of the couple hot options out there for LeBron James and where he'll probably end up or you know, there's whispers, there's talks. Um, one of those destinations is Philadelphia, which you know seems like a nice addition on paper. A young uprising team, two stars, two young stars in the making who are going to be a force in this league to come. Now, if I'm Philly. Of course, you want the best player on the planet on your team, wearing your jersey. But at what cost? Could it possibly cost the growth and development of both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? I personally think that it could definitely cost Ben Simmons because the games are so similar. I think if you do bring in LeBron James, you could have a Kyrie Irving situation where, hey, you may have early success. But at the end of the day, you're going to lose your young and promising star, or aging LeBron James, who is still the best player on the planet, but but for how long? No one knows how it'll do on the process of Joel Embiid. But it's one of those things where you have to really think at, about the future. The Sixers can are going to be an Eastern Conference contender next season. Don't rush this. Let these people grow. Imagine, you know, you imagine if like LeBron James went to the Thunder before the Thunder really blew up or something like that. How could it hinder other young people's growth? You got to let it go. Now another team is Houston with Chris Paul and James Harden. But, ended, you know, hey, Chris Paul is the godfather of LeBron James' children. They're close friends, not outside of the realm of possibility for them to link up. But once again, the Warriors, the Rockets had the Warriors running for the hills for, at one point, forcing them to a game seven. They were up. They had the series in the bag, but it just wasn't enough. Injuries kind of get in the way of that. But it's all about the mesh. How will they fit? How will those pieces fit? Some people talk about L.A., Los Angeles Lakers, knowing LeBron loves the lights, loves the big markets, loves the city. But I don't think he, LeBron James is heading out west just for a chance for them to face the Warriors around earlier. So we don't know. We'll see. But that's all the time we have now for hanging with Mr. Hooper. Make sure you tune in. We'll be back for Game 4 of the NBA Finals. And hopefully, we'll see a great game. Or maybe we'll see some broomsticks all up and down the court with a sweep in place. But hey, this is Hanging with Mr. Hooper in association with Marks with Mikes. And make sure you catch their podcast this weekend for their latest in wrestling news. And I'll be back here to talk more hoops with you. Hey, enjoy your day and make sure that you follow me. JT Mr. Hooper himself at Joshua Thicklin 53 on Twitter and hey chime in tell me what you think where do you think LeBron James is going to end up so that's all the time we have for now make sure you check it out see you